So I think a lot about stand-up comedy. We're all aspiring comics. And one of the things I think about is how to make comedy memorable. Because I, I think being memorable is almost as important or more important than being funny. I've seen famous comics. Like I went to a Duncan Trussell show at Ann Arbor. He's a comic. To close his show, he does like a five-minute bit where he pretends he's possessed by a demon. And he just screams. And It's not really funny. So why does he do that? I think he does it to be memorable. Because you need to stand out. If anybody's ever going to come to your show again or consume other stuff of yours. Well, I mean, was there a point to that whole charade? Or... Eh, not really. I think that he's just establishing his identity as, like, the psychedelic guy who does psychedelic drugs and likes, like, pseudo-occult Satanist stuff in, a, in like, a non-serious, not, not a literal way, but in, like, a humorous way. I mean, yeah. I, I, get, I get that you're trying to be remembered, but people always can be remembered for the wrong reasons. There's famous and there's infamous. I mean, people are always going to remember if you're on stage and you pull your dick out, but it's not going to be because you're funny, but it's just because you're on your way to being a registered sex offender. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not, not all memorable is good, but you want to be memorable. And I, I think about that when I write my comedy, because... There's, a, there's also there's a lot of people that are way funnier than me, like Brad Wenzel, for example. He's going to be on Conan. Mm -hmm. Way, really way funnier that. than me. But are his jokes memorable? I would some say... Of are, a couple, yeah. Some of them are, and he's just... He's just, I don't know. amazes me for the fact of how young he is and how comfortable he is and where it's going. He's, he's excellent. Yeah, I think he's great, and we can all kiss his ass. <laughs> I see him. He's If you look at the show Seinfeld, he's Jerry Seinfeld. Polished, clean, great jokes. So, so what? So will we Kramer? Or no. George? I'll, well, I'll be the angry You're nothing. Guy. You're not in this analogy. The show Seinfeld wouldn't have worked without Larry David, and I would argue that Larry David, he's the the big reason, because of all the weird, memorable, wacky shit that he does. He's established himself as more successful after that show than Seinfeld has. I would argue that Wenzel is more like Seinfeld, and to sound like a dick, I, I, I try to be more like Larry David. I try to be memorable. And I know I'm not really funny yet, my stage delivery is shit, but if I improve that, I think a lot of comics don't think about trying to be memorable. And the other thing, physically too, like a lot of them, they all have the same beard and they all look the same and they all talk about personal stories. They, they all like, they all conform to each other. And, and I see that sort of conformity, trying to conform. It might help you in the short term to fit in with the other comics, but you're almost like lemmings heading towards the cliff into forgettableness and obscurity. Well, I mean, when, when I write jokes, let's start with trying to be funny. Like, that's what I go for. If it's memorable, like, that'll come later. Like, I'm just trying to get something that, that I believe people are going to laugh at. And you just get better at that the more you do it. But anyway, so Same back to my idea. So my idea is basically a social experiment to see what's memorable and what isn't. I call it the Obama Challenge. And so basically, if you really want to meet Barack Obama, you could. You could pay a few hundred dollars to get into some dinner or something or go to some rally. But if you do meet him, you can only meet him for a few seconds, like a handshake or I'm a big fan, nice to meet you. And that's what makes them a perfect thing to experiment on. So what you do with the Obama challenge is you get a bunch of people who would try to do stuff in that 10 second period that would make an impression. So it could be something goofy like clucking like a chicken or wearing a goofy t-shirt or uh, it could be just like a really sexy woman amongst a sea of fat people in Wisconsin. Uh, it couldn't be something violent. You couldn't like punch them in the face. So these people are competing. He'd remember you. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd remember the blood from when the Secret Service shot you, yeah. and it got all over him. I, mean, I think I would just wouldn't cut my hair or shave for a good six months before I saw him, and then I would just try to put the impression off as this extremely hairy dude in the summer, and actually just sound really intelligent, you know, just be like, yeah, so, uh, your executive order, da-da-da-da-da, you know. I think I would say he smells like peaches and start twerking on him. Yeah, there's all sorts of things you could do twerking. You know, they're going to see a six foot four, almost 230 pound bald man shaking it, rubbing his ass. And it's pretty much, he's going to remember that. So yeah, there's all these people who want to do this experiment. So like, once Obama is out of office, you get all these people who did this experiment, you put them in a room, 30, 40 people... And Obama comes in, he doesn't know what's going on, maybe it's a talk show or something, and you tell him that you've done this experiment, these are the people who are in it, do you recognize any of these people? And they can't do what they did, clucking like a chicken or twerking, you couldn't twerk. You'd have to try to get him to recognize you outside of that context. Okay. Like, he has to remember some aspect of what happened, like... I think I saw you, you cluck like a chicken, or you were at this place. He'd have to have some sort of detail that he could only have if he actually remembered you. So then you'd find out what's memorable and what isn't. And then maybe if he doesn't remember anybody or at the end of it, everybody could maybe do the thing that they did. And by honor system, he could say, oh, I remember that, I don't remember that. So then you'd have the two phases, one without a reminder and two with a reminder to see what's memorable and what isn't. What would be funny would just be like watching his face, trying to pretend like he's not shocked at people doing all this crazy shit in front of him. No inside, he's like, who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) The thing now is the stakes aren't as high for him anymore. Like, he's not running for president again. And, uh, like, honestly, I think he might just go... Man, you know, he would just lose it a little bit if someone started twerking on him. Like, what are they going to do, impeach him? Maybe he can save the last little bit of black hair he still has, you know? (laughs) Everyone's going to be professionally outraged for about three seconds after he tells the guy to go fuck himself. But, I mean, he's, you know, it's not like he's going to apologize. Why would you apologize? What are you going to do, not vote for me? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly, yeah. And that would be interesting if it was like this minor scandal. You twerk on him, he tells you to go fuck yourself. And then two years later, he doesn't remember you. (laughs)